Blog Talk Radio. Pipe Bomb Radio Network proudly presents Pipe Bomb Radio, the show with the freshest insight, interviews, and opinions on the world of professional wrestling. With your host, El Jefe, Felix Olmedo, the Godfather, Nate Milton, Godfather's in the house. and the Aztec Warrior, Alex Cruz. I'm an Aztec Warrior! So sit back and relax, because Pipe Bomb Radio goes live now. It's showtime, folks! Welcome, everybody, to Pipe Bomb Radio tonight. I do apologize for the little hiccup in the beginning there. For some reason, uh... Well, Blog Talk likes to take its sweet time and uh, letting us get to work on these uh, on these shows. And every now and then it just gives us a hiccup. So, with that said, putting that aside and all the BS that comes with it, welcome to the show, guys. And this week <clears throat> we'll be discussing one of the newer concepts of uh, WWE programming, the newer... <laughs> The new pay-per-view that's set to debut in less than two weeks. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. I don't know what the fuck is wrong with that name. I'm sorry. Excuse my language. Not the best name in the world for a show. But I think the icing on the cake had to be when I seen that they added Jerry Lee Lewis's song on there. Might as well. I mean, that's the name of the damn pay-per-view. Anyways... <laughs> All joking aside, you know, we're going to go ahead and uh, break down the matches and discuss the outcomes and talk a little bit about some of the controversy that, that uh, well, some controversy, I guess, uh, in regards to Raw that was at the Staples Center last night. Most notably, uh, well, just, just overall, because, you know, whenever they're in L.A., a lot of things happen. And from what I did see, I did see that uh, the uh, – Former WWE divas Tori Wilson, uh, Candice Michelle, 
Christy Hemming were all in attendance backstage, of course, and they, um, I think, no, you know what? Let me stop going further. I'll say even Charmel was there as well. And it was good. It was good to see him. Too bad they weren't on TV because I, I think they even spotted Stone Cold Steve Austin backstage as well. I'm guessing he was probably filming a recording for his podcast as well. And, you know, it's just a shame because I love to see these, these, these every now and then. I love to see the uh, old school people come in and, and just to, just to get the good pop out of the crowd. Then again, I don't know if this generation remembers a lot of these people. I, it's sad to say, I just don't think they, the feel is there anymore. You know? Don't get me wrong, the nostalgia is always nice. And I think people like a Stone Cold Steve Austin would stand the test of time in, in regards to always getting a pop. Maybe not the pop they look for, at least at times. But I also wanted to touch, touch on why I feel like one of the more intriguing superstars, interesting stars that's come along in a while, he's just not getting the reaction I hope he would have. And it's a shame because a friend friend of mine and I were talking about it, and it's like he came in with such a bang that he's starting to fizzle. Now, it has nothing to do with his ability, nothing to do with his entrance, nothing to do with him. But I just feel like that's the way they're booking him. Shinsuke Nakamura. Let me touch on that a little bit as soon as Nate gets on. I know um, we send well wishes to our boy Alex, who is uh, under the weather this week. He is not going to be able to make it in this week, so we wish him well. And we'll have him back again uh, in our first show in July, as we will start to plan for some more guests coming in in July as well. In the meantime, we'll discuss the, the breakdown of the Great Balls of Fire. Almost feel like every time I say great balls of fire, you have to say, goodness gracious, great balls of fire. There we go. Sound like a freaking idiot, but, you know, it's just when you hear that, don't you just feel like you got to say that? I don't know. Maybe it's, maybe I'm maybe I'm retarded, I guess. I don't know. All right. It is on the WWE Network, July the 9th, at the American Airlines Center in Dallas, Texas. I'm trying to think, I went to Houston. I didn't go to Dallas. Dallas was the home of WrestleMania 32. So, anyway. They've got five matches signed unless something's changed. They've got the WWE title match, which is really catching the eyes of people because for the first time in a long time, there is a legit contender for Brock's title. It's a contender that's double tough, not afraid, and will get in there and scrap with, with the Beast anytime they need to. And who I mean in this case, Brock Lesnar is taking on Samoa Joe. Some would call this a dream match. Would you? Some would call this a WrestleMania quality type match. I actually would have to agree. Or possibly even a SummerSlam match. Could this spill over into SummerSlam? I don't see why not. Unless, uh, also got an ambulance match, and hopefully it puts to bed this feud that's been going on for three months. And it didn't, no longer than that. Hold on, longer than that. I want to say since the beginning of the year, really. Braun Strowman taking on Roman Reigns in an ambulance match. And then we've got the Cruiserweight Championship with uh, Neville defending his title against 
Akira Tozawa with Titus O'Neil in his corner, who looks like he's appeared to have joined the Titus brand. Well, Alexa Bliss has a new number one contender. I've got to say, I have been kind of fascinated with this lady. Not, not, no, no, no. Hold on. Not Alexa, because that is Alex's uh, fascination. I don't know why, but it is. Uh, ah, I'm not, maybe down the line that might be. I just, not, uh, uh, too much too soon. At least that's my opinion. Not that she's not talented, but she jumps over to Raw and then she's a champion? Sorry. Too soon. Just my thought. But she's taking on my girl Sasha Banks. Okay, I'm probably shooting the same my girl because I believe that's actually Nate's girl. Uh, oh, I'm wondering if Nate actually heard me say that. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, that the the women's championship is on the line as Alexa Bliss takes on Sasha Banks. And in a match that was thrown together that just can't seem to come out of nowhere, which would have been uh, Seth Rollins versus Bray Wyatt. It's kind of been brewing, but it looks like it's going to start to come to a head uh, at uh, Great Balls of Fire. Anyway, I'm going to stop rambling here, and we're going to start breaking things down because uh, the one and only, the Godfather's in the house. The one and only, Nate Milton. What is going on, Brother Felix? What's going on, Nate? You know, I had to make Long an entrance no because uh, been what a month. It, I was say it's been a month since the last time I was on here, but uh, you know, I, I couldn't leave you out here all alone. And you know, like Lavar Ball said, Felix, there's only two dudes that do this better than me, and I'm both of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I mentioned that we were going to talk about that whole thing, and uh, <laughs> first off, I think the Miz, I think the Miz kind of backed himself into a corner when he when he basically said, I'm going to have all the balls on me. And I'm like, dude, really? You just said that in Los Angeles of all places? Uh, uh, that whole, yeah, he yeah, just that whole opened up his mouth and stuck his foot right in. <laughs> oh, yeah, that, that, was a, that was a crazy but, segment. Um, I got, yeah, you, it, was a, it was like a car crash, but it was a crash you, that I couldn't turn away from. And then he started taking his shirt off, and then started getting ready. I'm like, oh Jesus, Lord, no, please <laughs> change the channel. <laughs> but I got a question for you. Did I miss something with this? Because I seen, I read something about there was a controversial comment made by the the younger the younger ball, if you will. Um, what was the comment? Because I didn't. It was, I guess, it was a racial comment in a sense. Yeah, like uh, you're on the West Coast. So, I don't recall uh, even the, little, the young man talking. No, it was it was it was uh, when Dean Ambrose came out, and like anybody on the East Coast, we heard it live. But by the time the West Coast version aired, they had uh, they had cut it out. Uh, so like uh, when when Ambrose uh, comes out, and it's, okay. it's when Lavar's got his shirt off and he's like doing the karate poses in front of the Miz, the youngest son Lamelo, he's like. Uh, Beat that N-word's ass. Beat that N-word's ass. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So this, this is the first use of uh, the N-word on WWE TV since uh, your boy Vinnie Mac. <laughs> well, the boss can pretty much get away with saying whatever he wants. That's Vince McMahon, and he can do whatever the hell he wants. He challenged God, for Christ's sake. You know. And, and he beat God. <laughs> Anyway, 
Right oh, now, okay. I mean, they call him the devil himself. So, I mean, yeah, I guess that whatever. I don't even know what. I'm not going to go into that conversation with, with because I know people might get offended by it. So, I'll, I'll leave it be. Um, <laughs> as far as, and I was as I was saying, you know, how can you not laugh or even get a, a little bit of a chuckle out of uh, the show itself? You know, Great Balls of Fire. And it's like I said. You can't really just say great balls of fire. You got to say goodness gracious, great balls of fire. You got to say it like that <laughs> because that's how they usually put on with Jerry Lee Lewis on there, and 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 it's like okay, that's a fitting theme, I guess. But again, what's up with right. that? What's up with this name? Couldn't they find something better? I honestly, you know, you talk about Vince doing whatever he wants. I think this is Vince McMahon who, you know, always liked this song, always liked Jerry Lee Lewis, and he's like, we're going to have a pay-per-view called Great Balls of Fire. <laughs> and they went with it, and then they're like, but Vince, don't we have to pay Jerry Lee Lewis some money to use the title? And he's like, well, go ahead and pay him and buy the song while you're at it. So now the ads have the song in it and everything. So I think, yeah, this is Vince kind of going back to his childhood. He wants to hear that, that 50s and 60s music. So <laughs> I don't I don't think Hunter's sitting around <laughs> wanting to – Wanting to hear Jerry Lee Lewis songs. Probably not. That's a safe bet. But <laughs> I believe they're working towards something special for Hunter and Steph's return. So we'll talk about that. Yeah. But um, as far as the matches, though, is there any match in particular at the show that you're looking forward to with besides the main event, of course? I say, obviously, the main event is, is something that's, that's going to be uh, pretty good with uh, Brock and Joe. Uh, honestly, I think this entire card is going to be pretty solid. You know, with Reigns and Strowman, a little ambulance match. Uh, I think Neville and Tazawa are going to have a good match. Uh, Rollins and Bray, that that should be okay at least. And then the, the women's match, you know, you are talking about the women's match when I was just coming on. And I think that could be a really fun match with Sasha Banks. Like, I... I'm a big Sasha Banks fan. Not as although Nia Banks is, is my girl. Like I I'm, I'm like the biggest. <laughs> I almost feel like it's Alex's uh, Alex's uh, fave against your fave. You see, I, I, I like Sasha Banks, but Nia Jax is my girl. So I guess by the the property of you know you go oh, with so the team that beats you. Yeah, yeah, you. <laughs> yes, Felix, <laughs> you can have. I mean, even though I know you're a Bella fan, so you can look, but you can't touch. Ah, no, 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 none of that. I actually would actually consider saying, and I think I said this in the beginning too, Alexa, I'm not, I'm not feeling it yet down the line. I could be, I just felt like it was too much too soon. Not that she didn't deserve it, but it just like, she jumped over to raw after being the SmackDown champion. And all of a sudden she's raw champion and a two time champion. Is that or she, yeah, two times. Was it two times? No, she won she won it once because Bailey never beat her back for it. That's right. That's right. You're right. Okay. And all of a sudden she's champion on Raw, and it's like, uh, really? Uh, I don't know. Alex, she's a she's a really good promo, Felix. Like she's she's talented, but again, I do think it came a little too soon because not as as hot as she could be right now, but also Bailey. Like I don't know what they're doing with Bailey. Like she's just kind of falling off a cliff lately. I said it on the last show. They're making her do a damn joke. 
for, for all I know, she might be the female version of Eugene at one point. I'm sorry to say that because that girl's got mm-hmm. talent, and they need to utilize it, and they're not. They're not. Yeah. And it's a shame. But as far as the matches go, I was just mentioning this earlier, too, with the uh, Brock and, and Joe. To me, that feels like a, a SummerSlam slash WrestleMania type of made, made event that I hope it, it's not a one-time thing. From what I'm hearing and what I'm seeing and people you know, talking about it, this may not be a one-time thing because, really, Joe, they're making Joe look, look like a million bucks. And he's a legit challenger that, that, that could really stick a chicken. You know, he could actually take the title from Brock. He's, got, he's, he's capable of doing it. question is, will they let him do it? Yeah, and I, I think um, the, the, they already have the, the blueprint for this, Felix, but I think they will get two matches out of this. I think we'll have the match at Great Balls of Fire, and then hopefully, you know, they can, they can uh, have the rematch at SummerSlam, because I think that'd be a, a really fun match in front of that uh, Brooklyn crowd. But with Goldberg, I don't think this needs to be, you know, a 35, 40-minute classic. I think it needs to be like a hard-hitting match, like, you know, 10, 15 minutes at the most. Like a hard hitting match, and it, where it almost feels like a, almost feels like an MMA fight. You know, where, where you got a guy like Joe and a guy like Brock who are both big and can do the submission moves. I, I think it, it it should be fun, and it's a, it's it's a match like a lot of people have been waiting for for a while. Yeah, and I, I agree with that in the sense because I believe that, although Joe could go, Brock could go, but. You want to leave more. You want to kind of tease them a little bit with how good this could go, and moving it over into a SummerSlam, uh, one of their main events for SummerSlam in, in Brooklyn. I think it'd be a good idea, but I got to put you on the spot right now. Great balls of fire. Who walks away with the title? If they I do still this, think it's Brock. Uh, one, uh, one and one go into SummerSlam kind of thing. You think so? I still think it's Brock. Yeah, I think Brock is going to hold on to the title. Uh, but I think Joe gives them enough of a fight where, and, and maybe they do some kind of finish where, you know, it's kind of disputed. Uh, so they'll have a reason to come back to it at SummerSlam. But I think Brock wins because at the end of the day, I still think he, that the, the, the WWE thinks he's their biggest star. Even though, you know, you can make the argument that a guy like Joe is ready to step into that role. I don't think they're going to give it to him yet. You know, if they're ever going to put over stars or create the next generation of stars, they have to start learning how to trust their talent and letting yeah. it, letting letting it. Gosh, how would I put this? How would I put this? Um, when you, the best example I could come up with is going back to 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 an era that was probably the the, the best of all time, really. And you let people be themselves. If you try to create something that's not going to happen. That, that that fans are not feeling it, it's it's just not going to happen. But you'll never know unless you get out there and let them try it. If you hold them back, you know you, you put them out there and you you get them, you tell them what to say. It, it, you, there's no sentiment behind it. There's no feeling. Yes, they're great actors. I'm, I give them credit, but you can tell sometimes when it's being force fed as opposed to being you, you you feel it. You feel the words. You feel you know the the, the animosity between the, the 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 two people that are feuding. I don't see I don't get that very often. And to be honest with you, Raw has not been doing that great. 
and it's just my opinion because it just seems to be repeating themselves with a lot of same crap that they do every week. And I'm not trying to talk down about Raw because I am a fan of the show, and I will watch it every week. But, I, you know, there's, you can go from the top to the bottom. You know, you can go from Brock Lesnar, as, as I like to say, he should be there every week. He's their champion. He's their brand champion. Why the hell would he not be there every week? Then put it yeah. on somebody who will. And that raises the question, who would be the one to take it? Now, obviously, there's been talk of uh, Roman and uh, Brock at WrestleMania, but that's not tied down as a possibility of another outcome for WrestleMania, which I think people will dig that one better. But, again, you know, you know, if you don't let your talent run with this and, and create their own, you know, star power, then you'll never know if they'll be able to be the next John Cena, be the next Stone Cold, the next Hulk Hogan, the next Brock Lesnar, the Undertaker. You know, the names go on and on because these guys, they, they put in the work. They made their names. Seth Rollins, Roman Reigns, they've created something but they have work to do because it's, it's still not, to me, it's still not, you know, generating with the crowd. Yes. You've got the kids behind them, the women behind them, but a guy like Roman Reigns, he don't got the dudes behind him. He does some dudes, but not all dudes. Not that that's a big deal, but still just, just, just a thought. I mean, I'm what going on to a tangent again, oh. if you know me. I get started, I don't shut up. <laughs> well, to, to me, Felix, you, you, you just spoke to this, man. Samoa Joe is not some rookie. He's not some guy that, you know, just came out of developmental. This is a guy that has been in the business for a while. And, you know, you know, being out there in California, this guy has been up and down the road. You know, TNA, he's been in Japan. You know, he's been all over the world. And I think – they have to strike right now while the iron is hot. Like I think Samoa Joe and Brock is a great matchup. I think Samoa Joe versus a lot of those guys on the roster, like Joe and, and, and Rollins was a good matchup. I think Joe and Reigns, to me, I'd rather see that at WrestleMania than Reigns and Brock, to be honest with you, Felix. So I think take the opportunity now. Like, it's not to say that Joe will you know, kind of fall to the wayside and, and never be anything in the WWE, but you only get one time to make that big first impression. And if they don't do something now with Joe and Brock, I think Joe kind of falls into a place where, yeah, he's still a good guy on the card. You know, he's maybe in that intercontinental title range, but he's never going to be a top guy, which is something I think he can be right now. And I think that has a lot to do with the fact that uh, they're not homegrown WWE talent. Like an AJ Styles, not a homegrown talent like a, you know, you can you can name a few names that they've they've recently signed that are not uh, WWE talent. By the way, congratulations to Thea Trinidad who signed her WWE contract as well. Again, but not a homegrown WWE talent. Yeah. You know that's that's the thing with Vince. If it's not WWE made, he he he'll use it for what it's worth because there's money. But afterwards, he'll to the side like they did. Sorry, they did this to Singer. Where is he now? Mm-hmm. No offense, I know that's your boy, but and it was that's, that's yeah. the thing. Like if if you if now, we've seen it, like uh, when WCW folded, we saw like one of the worst examples, and I know you remember it well because it it uh, dealt with your favorite Felix, the DDP thing. Like DDP was a big star in WCW, oh. and he came to WWE, and they made him this creepy stalker that never really clicked. 
Because that's who he, he. That's not who he was. Those of us who yeah. remember watching him during that time, come on, come on. It just didn't fit, and they tried to squeeze something out of that that just didn't work. And that's why, I mean, Undertaker totally destroyed that. I mean, it was trying to be. It, it, it looked like it could work, but DDT. I mean, really, come on. Put a Stevie Richards. Put a put a anybody else that's the creepy looking that you know that would have done it. Yeah, maybe. You know, it could have worked, but it just didn't mesh with DDP as the, the stalker. He's not that kind of person. We all know that. No. Anyway, um, it's been a long time. Oh, and to throw it in there, I, I have to agree with you that about Brock. I think it'll go on into SummerSlam. Brock defending the title against Joe. If by some miracle, Joe leaves with the title, that's another reason we'll see it at SummerSlam. Because they'll they'll blow it up as like this big rematch because Brock's calling it a fluke and blah 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 you know and you know Heyman he'll blow it up as as only he can and um, well that is that now for the first time in a while I don't remember exactly how long it's been but I think back to the times of uh, uh, Shane McMahon versus Kane um, gosh I want to say Cena had to have taken on somebody in the ambulance match I can't think of the name of the person but. Nonetheless, uh, we have Roman Reigns and Braun Strowman. I hope to God that the gods of wrestling up above, they end this feud once and for all because, my God, it's been killing. It's been stinking up my television for the last several months. I'm sorry. I'm just not a fan. I'm not a fan. Braun Strowman, okay, they want to build him up to be this big monster. Cool. All right. Fine. I'm all fine. I'm all fine for that. Roman, I just feel like they dropped the ball horribly with him. Horribly. And you know what? It's not his fault. I'm not blaming him because, you know what, I think he wants to embrace it, but they won't let him. That goes back to what I'm saying. If you got something that's going good, go with it. Make something out of it. This dude could be a top-notch heel. Mm-hmm. Just saying. But with Roman against Braun, they need to end this. I don't give a damn who wins it, really. But let's be honest, if he needs them, if they want to give him momentum, or like I say, momentum, Going into SummerSlam, they need to let Braun win this. Hey, I got to quote my, my, my guy Johnny Witherspoon. You know, come on. Man. <laughs> you, know, so you got to coordinate, Felix. You got to coordinate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is a weird one, that. though, because you <laughs> you got uh, you got two guys, Felix, that I think the company is really high on both of these guys, and it's like, man, they probably should be apart yeah. from each other because both of them need to start getting that momentum. And so I, I think Braun should win, but I think Roman will win just because he's the ultimate guy that's going to beat Brock. Um, and so uh, I think, like, the matches have been fine. My problem has been, like you're saying, Felix, with the build, with the story that they've been telling week after week on Raw. Like, I, it hasn't really been my thing, but the matches have been better than I expected. So I think they'll have a, a good match at the pay-per-view, but I do hope this is kind of it for a while with these two. Yeah, I mean, there's only so far you can take a feud unless, unless it's a really, really good one. And, you, you know, in this generation, you can't plan a long feud and expect it to work. The attention span of the fans in this generation, are it's not there. 
and they won't invest in it unless it's something that really, really, really catches their eye. And it's been a long time since I've seen a few that's done that. And I, I just it starts getting me thinking about that whole thing that Lonnie Papa was saying, that Lenny Papa, excuse me, was saying. And by the way, I have to throw out condolences that he just recently lost his mom uh, not too long ago. Uh, but you know, he was saying how Randy Savage was planning out a feud of his retirement if he had he stayed with WWE, doing a two-year program with Shawn Michaels, who was the hottest thing at the time. You don't see those kind of things happening now. It just they, there's just no they won't invest in that anymore. And that's what I said. This feud, I think it ran its course. So again, I go back to saying whoever wins, I would have to say it has to be Braun because he needs that momentum to get into wrestling. Sorry, uh, SummerSlam, SummerSlam. To face, yeah. to face Brock for the title, if that happens. If not, well, we shall see. Honestly, I, I hope it doesn't happen because, like we're um, saying, I hope we get a, I hope we get a Joe, uh, Joe and Brock for the rematch. I'd, I'd rather see that than Brock and Braun, which I think is a, is a worse match. <laughs> well, you know, they tried to do something like that when it was uh, Brock, Brock, blah, 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 blah. Brock Lesnar and Big Show. Now, don't get me wrong. Big Show can be yeah. around for a big man, and they made it work. So they're trying to re- recreate magic again and putting another big man in there with Brock so Brock could carry him, which is probably what's going to happen. And pray for the best because Vince is really invested in this big man. And, yeah. Uh, we'll have to see where that goes because I still feel like he will eventually be dwindled down to become the hip-hop hippo. No offense to Albert. <laughs> <laughs> he'll be a, he'll be a sideshow eventually down the line. They'll run his course. He'll be big monster character, become champion at least once, and then they'll put it move on because he'll they'll realize there's nothing more they can get out of him. So they'll make him into a joke, as they've done a lot of these big monsters that have come through. Vladimir Kozlov, what did they do to him? Where is he now? I don't know why that name just popped into my head all of a sudden, but, yeah, that's, that's, an, that's an example. They made him as this big monster, and he's gone now. You know, he was in there drinking tea with, with, with Santino Morella. I, I had a, I had a oh, really geez. bad joke, Felix. <laughs> I, I had a oh, really God. bad joke oh, about Kozlov. I was going to say he, uh, he's going to be our new Secretary of State because you know how Trump loves Russians. Oh, Jesus. Oh, God, I'm so done with politics. I don't even want to hear about it no more. <laughs> oh, my God, I'm so done with the Trump and the news. It's so ridiculous, man. It, it really is. It's just ridiculous. But um, let's move away from this match because I think it's run its course as far as our discussion. Otherwise, we'll be here another six months talking about it. Um, <laughs> as far as the... Uh, Cruiserweights, this is another one that's suffering tremendously. They need, this is not 1995 anymore. Sadly, it's not. And the Cruiserweights, to me, are still not, not – they're not getting with the crowd. They're not, the crowd's not behind it. You know, you've got Neville, who, who is a great champion. You've got Akira Tozawa, who is coming into his own. And I think they put him with Titus to kind of help build a little character with him and seeing where that goes. I don't see Neville losing. At least not yet. See, I would have expected him to lose to Austin Aries. My opinion. Where the hell is Austin Aries at this point? Nobody knows yet. What they're going to do with the next. But as far as this one goes, 
they're still they're, he's just building momentum. Tazawa uh, uh, is. So I don't see him really losing the title or beating him for the title just yet. Hmm. No, I, I don't. I think uh, the the cruiserweights like the matches have been fine. The matches have been really good in, in some cases, but. I think the crowd is not into them because they really haven't given us characters and stories we can believe. You know, like just look, just look at the roster. Other than Neville and, and Aries, everybody else is kind of a one-note character. Like Tazawa's the Japanese guy. Uh, Rich Swan is a dancer. Cedric Alexander is a good athlete. T.J. Perkins likes video games. Like they haven't really characters. You know ways to, you know, connect with the audience. You know, Noam Dar. All we know about him is he loves Alicia Fox. <laughs> uh, so I I think this will be a good match. It, it, like, Tozawa is a great in-ring performer, and we know how good Neville is. Uh, I think it'll be a fun match. The, the tightest stuff uh, has been okay. It hadn't been the best, but at least at least it's been something for uh, for Tozawa. Uh, but at the end of the day, Neville retains. Yeah, Neville retains because uh, I don't think he's going to lose until they have a suitable uh, opponent. And I don't know if that's Aries coming back from the injury or what, but Neville is not going to lose before SummerSlam. And that goes back to another saying I was just saying earlier. Aries? may end up being, because he's not homegrown WWE, he may only be around for a little bit. And may he may maybe only be a one-hit wonder at one point. And it's sorry to say that because he made such a huge name for himself in Impact Wrestling. And, uh, well, you know, Impact has been doing their thing. Now they're going to be coming up with the Slammiversary. But that's another story we'll talk about another time. Um, it's Battle of Little Divas. The Battle of the Little Divas. <laughs> Alexa Bliss, defending her title against the boss, Sasha Banks. Uh, excuse me. I couldn't. I got tongue twisted there for that. Sorry. I shouldn't say it like that. But anyways. Um, <laughs> I bet you did, Felix. I bet you did. They're really... <laughs> you know what? <I'm, laughs> The company is really invested in Alexa, from what I'm seeing here. They're really invested in this young kid here, and she has potential to be a great heel. She does. But I feel like the the women's brand on Raw has really been suffering horribly. Horribly. Because they're not – I mean, look at SmackDown Live. True, their brand is not – I mean, the women on there aren't – there's not very many women on there. But look at, what, look at the things they're doing. Why hasn't Raw stepped up to this and, and, and give them something to run with, give them something competition in the sense of where they, they, they have to tune in to see what these women are doing next? They haven't. And could it be because Alexa's champion? Probably not. But I'm pretty sure they'll put the blame on her because they usually put the blame on the champion, whoever it is, that maybe that's why the crowds are not paying attention or not investing in her. But at the end of the day, as you mentioned, as you like to say, Coming out of the championship match at Great Balls of Fire, I don't see Sasha winning it. Not yet, anyway. Do I want her to win it? Absolutely. Will she win it? Not yet. 
it'll go, it'll go down the line and it, it'll end up being a match. Uh, she'll end up, Alexa will end up defending the title maybe against all of the divas again at SummerSlam because they can't figure out a suitable opponent. They throw everyone at her, and she ends up walking over them like nothing. And again, if they they need to to to, to spice things up again, if you will, for the women's brand because SmackDown has been killing them. Been killing them. The Power of Love couple making their debut on SmackDown. Mike and Maria Bennett. <laughs> Hell yeah, they did. And I am thrilled as, as ever to see them back on TV. And happy than, that, happier than the pig in mud, if you will, that they're not going to make uh, <laughs> Maria into this dumb, ditzy idiot that they had her in last time. Clearly, yeah. she's no dummy. This woman knows her stuff. And she's got Mike with him, and Mike with her, and Mike, such a fan of this guy. But again, I'm not going to talk about that. I'm going to go off into another tangent, but that's another story. That I'd like to talk about when when Alex gets back uh, in a couple weeks. Um, He's still under the weather, as I mentioned. But uh, what are your thoughts on this championship match with the uh, the two divas here? Oh, wait, wait, wait. The two women, excuse me. (laughs) Yes, women, Felix. Uh, (laughs) I think Alexa retains because I, I don't think Sasha will win it this early. I think she might win it in, in uh, Brooklyn and SummerSlam because that's a city that means something to the Sasha Banks character. You know, she had that great match with Bayley uh, on the NXT TakeOver special in Brooklyn. So I could see Sasha winning in Brooklyn at SummerSlam and then going off into a feud with Nia Jax. Um, but, yeah, you're right. The The Raw women's division has seemed very kind of cold since the brand split uh, and since Charlotte left. And I think the match that they had on uh, Monday night to close the show, I thought it was a really good match. Maybe the best women's match they've had on Raw since the brand split. Uh, And I thought they they did a really good job of making Nia look strong. Uh, So I think she's the next one in line uh, to face Sasha. Uh, Because I do think Alexa Bliss her, you know, and, and it's a shame Alex isn't here to defend his girl. But I think uh, Alexa Bliss, her time with the title has kind of run its course, uh, at least for right now. Agreed. Now, as far as this last match here, Seth Rollins, Bray Wyatt. I, I just I just feel like this match was just thrown together because neither one had anything to do, mm. and with the controversy behind Bray Wyatt, even though it kind of that kind of dwindled, dwindled away, even though it's really nobody's business what these people do. And I mentioned this on the last show that I I did. I mean, that's just invasion of privacy. You know what? Does it really? Are we going to lose sleep because Bray Wyatt had an affair with JoJo and his marriage is ending? That's his life. Who cares? But I'm not going to get into that. I got into that in the last show. This match itself, I feel like these two talents had nothing better to do. So I'll be like, hey, let's put Seth Rollins with Bray Wyatt and let them have a good match. Could they work good together? Sure. Promos? Maybe. Match? We'll see. Ultimately, <laughs> I don't really know if it's going to matter if either one will or not. But if I had to choose one off the top of my head, I'd like to see Bray Wyatt have some kind of momentum for once in his life. <laughs> Seth Rollins Seth Rollins don't need to win. He really doesn't. But what are your thoughts on that one? 
I I don't think there's any chance Bray wins this one, Felix, because uh, Seth Rollins is our new cover boy for uh, the the video game. That's so a good I think point. they're going to keep think about that. Oh, keep him hot until after the game comes out. That's a very good point. Back to the yeah, drawing board, Ray. Maybe you should bring yeah. over Luke Harper and Eric Rowan. Yeah, because they're they're doing so great on on SmackDown. Uh, but yeah, this this match just kind of <laughs> this match just kind of came out of nowhere though, Fitz. Because I don't know if you remember. I don't know if it was the last Raw pay per view or the one before. They seem to be leading towards Bray Wyatt versus Finn Balor which I thought would have been a really cool matchup because you got Bray, you know, doing his hocus-pocus, and you got Balor, who always can bring out the demon. I thought that would have been a fun feud, but now we've got Bray and Seth, and we've got Balor doing nothing right now. So I, I don't know where they're going with these guys. What I would have liked to have seen, and I mentioned this a few uh, kind of, I say, a couple months ago, uh, when and if this ever does happen, I'd love to see it happen because they teased it for a while. Bray Wyatt against Broken Matt Hardy. Hmm. It would be glorious. I can't can't (laughs) talk like that, fool, but I try. I try. (laughs) He will be deleted. That would be fun. I mean, there's still, I guess there's still going back and forth over the character and then and, and the uh, intellectual property with Anthem and Impact. Uh, but, yeah, I, I would love to see the broken characters come to Raw because as good as the Hardys have been since their return, to me it's a step back to kind of go to those 2000s versions of the Hardys and, and not, you know, progress and, and do what was so great last year, and that was the broken character. Yeah. Agreed. So overall, the match, the the, the whole show itself, the um, the uh, Great Balls of Fire pay per view has potential to be really. It's going to be a hit or miss. I'd like it to be a good good you know show. I definitely want to see what the, what the outcome will be with Brock and Joe. And really, I mean, that's really the only one I'm looking forward to. I'll be honest. I want some of these shoes to be over with, and some of these matches. Mm-hmm. I'm not really invested in it. It's a shame, but I haven't really been. I don't watch 205 Live. I'm not. Yeah. You know, Austin, when he first was on the show, when he when we were doing this together, he was so overly obsessed with WWE programming. He watched everything that was wrestling and had news about everything that was wrestling. But eventually you move on. And he did. Now, don't get me wrong. I'll still watch wrestling and I'll still catch uh, impact wrestling as well and, and get invested in some of the stuff that they're doing. But once I lose interest, I stop watching. By the way, congrats to Cody Rhodes for becoming the Ring of Honor world champion. See, things like that. Yeah, I yeah. Caught, it and caught he, my interest for a moment because he became a world champion. And then, uh, what is it? Uh, this week coming up, he has a chance to uh, become the uh, IWGP champion as well. And there you go. And they, they call this guy no... They, they didn't think that this guy had, had any potential to be a world champion because they never let him have the mm-hmm. opportunity. Gold dust? Well, I don't think this generation could handle the androgynous gold dust that he was <laughs> back in the ni- 1996, 97 era. No, no. 
I mean, not, I don't think anybody would find one. it funny or cool or, or even – no, not even close. All the one that was bumping and grinding on and, and grabbing booties and, and making people think that he was a freak, even though he is. You know, this I know for a fact because China actually told me that he was. Not that she ever slept with him, but at the same time, she said he's, he's kind of creepy like that. that. That what you see is what you get with gold dust. Anyway. 